0: I come home, I take the test, I pee on the stick, and it says, you're pregnant. It says it. And I'm holding this. I'm like in shock because I'm like, we got pregnant then naturally, which they said was a 0.05 chance. And I've been drinking these rum and coke float cocktails every night. I'm like, oh my God, what have I been doing? I'm feeling guilty, scared and all the things. So I'm standing there with this other stick in my hand. Andrea's on the phone. I hear the door shut the downstairs someone in the front door in the middle of the day and Corey's come home for lunch or whatever and he is like i guess i was in the washroom for a long time he's like are you okay is everything all right i'm still holding the stick and i'm like "Corey, this says we're pregnant welcome to the juicy ceo podcast listen it's time to give you some hard truths so sit up and pay attention If you don't know how to stand out online today, you have already lost. In order to create credibility, influence, and real staying power, you have to build a personal brand with some juice. So join me, personal brand strategist, coach, and breast cancer survivor, Monique Bryan, each Wednesday morning as I teach you all the tips and tricks I use to build my six-figure brand while in remission. It's time for you to get to that juicy CEO status by learning from some badass women in business who've been where you are, showing you that juicy CEOs are made, not born. So sit back, relax, and let's get ready to get into the juice. What's going on? What's going on, everybody? I'm back. And um, I assume you've heard the news. Over there on the gram, on the Insta of the Grams. So today I wanted to come on here and talk about a little bit of what's been happening behind the scenes that I have not been announcing to the world. So in case you missed it, I made my baby bump announcement yesterday. Very excited about all of that. And I announced it after already being six months pregnant. <laughs> Surprise! So many people were like, I cannot believe you kept this a secret. Of all the people that keep a secret, I'm not the one. I love to share everything all day, all the time. And this was, this was an interesting, this was an interesting one. This was an interesting one. And I have lots of reasons for why I didn't share earlier, but I had a lot of friends that I had reached out to and asked, like, how should I, how should I do this? Right? Like, is it, is it inauthentic to not share? what's going on, right? And a lot of the people who, like, everyone who is a mom, like, has been a mom, but anyone who's been pregnant or anyone who's a mom, they were so supportive. They were just like, you know, it's such a personal journey. It's such a personal decision. And in social media has made it so we feel like we have to share everything. And this is something that a lot of my clients come to me for and they're like, how much do I need to share? How much don't I need to share? And I'm always like, don't put anything online that you wouldn't put on a billboard, one. And two, don't put anything online that you don't want other people's opinion of. Like, if you don't want to get into a back and forth about it, don't put it out here. Don't put it out here, right? So one of the things I just want to share a little bit about my journey because I shared yesterday in the on the news feed about this miracle that has arisen in my life. It is like a miracle. All babies are miracles. I'm taking it as an extra miracle based on all of the different things that we've been through to get to this point. And in the beginning, I wasn't ready to have not just opinions, but, you know, everyone has lots to say about what you should and shouldn't do. And they give a lot of like ideas and everyone's trying to be very helpful. But I wasn't, I was so focused on being healthy, being well, and running a business, right? Like, there's a lot going on, as you guys know. But also, I was also super nervous, right? Like, a lot can happen. You know, it to me, it's a miracle a baby even comes into the world, to be quite frank. The things that your body goes through, the baby goes through, like, miscarriage is a real thing. Like, so many things could have happened that I didn't, I wasn't ready to be that vulnerable that if something happened, now I got to deal with that. Was not ready for any of that, was not happening, so I did not do that. Hey Steph, hey Anisha, welcome guys. Anisha saying, yes, it's no one's business, we are grateful you shared, but wouldn't be mad if you did it. Oh, you're true friends of you, oh, you're my true fans, my true clients love me. I love that. But I was, I was super nervous. So to give you a little bit of a backstory, if you don't know, if this is your first time being here, welcome, my name is Monique Bryan. I am a personal brand strategist for women CEOs, but also I have had a lot of health challenges in the past. So I am five years... Well, let me do some counting here because every time I say it, I'm like, Monique, you said that last year and maybe that's not true anymore. So let me see, 18, 19, 20, four years, four years in remission from breast cancer. Yes, yay me, very excited. But here's the thing about that. So I got married in 2016 to my very best friend, and he's like the best. And if I could put him all over social media, I would, but he's anti-social media. So, anyways, you'll see Corey later. But anywho, because we're going on vacation, we're going on a baby moon. I'm so <laughs> Yes, I'm so that girl that does all the things that are like, you know, they're like, oh, it's like something I remember hearing about a baby moon as I digress. I remember hearing about people going on baby moons, like before I even was interested in babies, and I was like, ugh that's so extra. Like why go on a baby moon? Relax. Now all I could do is think about baby moon and what it means. And it's like, it's your last chance for you and your partner to connect and be free of another human, of a human being that will now be on your hip for the next 18 years. Right. And I was just like, baby moon is such a great idea. (laughs) So we're going on a trip next week. Just me and the hubby to, you know, just be me and him before there's a whole human in our lives. Right. Right. So I take all... It's just so funny how we're so judgmental of things until it's us. (laughs) I'm the friggin' worst. So forgive me anyone in my head who I'd ever judged for having a baby moon or calling it a baby moon because I'm all about the baby moon now. So I got married. We got married in 2016. And, you know, the thing we wanted to do after we got pregnant because we had waited so long to get married was, you know, we wanted to have a baby. And six months after we got married you know, we had talked about it. And then I was like, you know what, let's wait, let's just have you and me time. And in six months from now, we'll talk about a baby thing again. I had just started a new job at the time. And you know, I was doing my business on the side, or a business, not this business, clearly. And I was diagnosed about, no, I was diagnosed six months after we got married, right? So like, around the exact same time, I had decided, you know, let's wait, then I was diagnosed with breast cancer and you know what they tell you is you know you're gonna have to start chemo right away in my case it was faster moving than they would have liked and they're like we want to recommend that you freeze your eggs because we don't know what chemo is going to do to your body and it's everything got fast forwarded for whatever decisions we were going to make in a very short period of time like in within weeks and what's interesting I discovered is, you know, you go to a fertility clinic, they talk about your body, they talk about, not, the, and they're not even talking about cancer, they're just talking about getting pregnant in general. And you learn so much about your age in relation to pregnancy at that time that I'm like, why didn't anyone teach you this? Why didn't I know this earlier? Because it it had nothing to do with the cancer, it had to just do with my age, eggs, my body, and I was getting a crash course while I was dealing with the fact that I had to start chemo in a few weeks. And I was just like, they're basically telling me already, they're like, you have like a 30, 30, 33% chance of getting pregnant at all because of your age. I was like, anyways, who's like, who, who, I could have froze these eggs a long time ago then, right? And I was 30, 36 at the time. And I was like, nobody tells you about these things. We don't talk about these things. And. I just feel like the school system may be failing us. <laughs> I don't know what they teach you in health class, but I didn't know any of these things. So already I was surprised about that because I was just like, okay, there's like little chance anyway. So we go, we freeze my eggs. And if anyone has ever done a round of IVF, you no, know, the idea is that you get like 20 eggs frozen, then they, you know, they thaw those, they turn them into embryos later, they fertilize them and hopefully it makes a baby. We got four eggs, just four. And that was depressing because I was just like, they're like, you know, what, basically they said about 50% of those eggs are going to survive. So you're going to probably have two. And of one, those two, maybe one will actually be viable. And I was like, okay, nothing but bad news coming down the pipes. But I had to start chemo. So I didn't really have time to process that. So I went through treatment for about a year. And what happens after treatment, you know, I was very lucky. I came out of it with flying colors. I launched this business from my sick bed because my body my mind everything had shifted into this wow Monique you don't have all the time in the world what do you want to be doing with your life there's no time to waste so what cancer really gave me was this sense of urgency and speed and you guys think I'm fast now they call me actually my nickname in my in my house is speedy <laughs> because i'm always like burr, 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 like moving moving physically fast But you guys know I also move pretty quickly if you know me, right? So this gave me this sense of speed in my life and urgency and vibrancy and want, right, for things. That's what cancer gave me. And it gave me this this mission to want other women to also instill that in themselves, right? Like, let's go after everything we want, ladies, without apology. Without apology, let's have it all. And that's what I built my business on, right? So I went through treatment. I had to go on a certain medication, like I'm supposed to be on a medication for 10 years to keep cancer at bay. And in order for us to go and have a baby, you have to come off this medication because it causes birth defects. So we had to make a conscious decision to come off the medication. There's a risk involved, but the whole world life is risk, right? But I said, you know, I'm not willing to wait another five years to start having a baby if that's what we really want. And let's give it a shot. So about a year and a half ago, we made the decision to come off the medication. There's a lot of prep I had to do for my body to get it healthy, to get it in a place of, you know, making it the perfect incubator. And inside of that, we did a lot of testing. Fertility testing for Corey, fertility testing for me, blood tests, health tests, like sickle cell, every test you can think of. And we always, we were never told we weren't allowed to get pregnant naturally up until that point. So after we did these tests the fertility doctor came back and said, you know, according to your blood work, you have a 0.05% chance of ever conceiving naturally. 0.05! You hear me! I was like, excuse me? And I said, why? And she's like, we don't know, right? We don't know if it's the cancer. We don't know if it's your age. You know, we don't know anything, right? And at this point, I'm 40. People are having babies at 40 all the time. So I'm just like, it's a lot. I'm like that's a lot of shit. I was <laughs> like, I was very upset. I cried. I would say for about a week, like on and off. Like I remember going after getting this information, going to the naturopath. I'm gonna cry just thinking about it because she was giving me my B12 shot, and she's so sweet. We were just chatting, and then I started just crying out of nowhere. I'm gonna cry right now. I don't have any tissues. I do to put the tissues. And she's like, oh my god, I was like, they just told me that I can't have a baby the regular way. Anyways, now I messed up my makeup. Because I was just like, I was so sad. You know, I need my tissue. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, I can't be putting all this on my them uh, on my face. <laughs> so I was, I don't even know why I'm crying because everything's fine now, but I was just remembering that moment. I was like so embarrassed, but I was like, oh, yeah. uh, anyways, it was a whole spectacle. So anyways, after I got over that, you know, the doctor's like, Monique, this is, it doesn't, it's okay. Good news. We've got four eggs. We're going to make this happen. And I was like, oh, okay. So we go through the process. We thaw the eggs. We look into genetic testing, all of these things. And these are all, very expensive, trying, mentally draining process. And while this is happening, mind you, I am running my business, doing the other things. I'm not sharing this publicly. And they're also telling me, you know, we need you to be stress-free. So, you know, if you can reduce your client load, do that. Now I'm like, I don't know how I'm supposed to have a baby. I can't afford to pay for no baby if you guys don't want me working. They're like, you know, we want you to meditate. We want you to give up caffeine, alcohol, sugar. Like, make your body the most perfect, perfect incubator for this baby. I was like, okay, I'm going to do everything you say because I'm not going through this again. So we thaw the eggs, and what happens is, you're bought when you are going through an embryo transfer. They have to, you have to go to the hospital often. You have to go to the clinic often, and they do blood work, they ultrasound you, they make sure everything is grown. so they could call you the day before and say you have to come in tomorrow. Right? Yes. Thank you, Charmaine. And during a pandemic, no less. So everything I'm doing, I'm doing by myself. Corey cannot come in any appointments with me. And you got to be out there in these streets, hoping you don't get sick the whole time being around a bunch of people and going into the hospitals. Hello, my lovelies. I hope you're listening closely because I'm about to come through with the juiciest of announcements. I don't know about you, but I am so sick and tired of Zoom learning and virtual connections. That is why I am so excited to announce that we have just opened applications for 25 badass women in business to join us in Miami in 2022 for the very first ever Momentum Personal Branding and Business Retreat. Yes, you heard me rat, we go into Miami. But first let's get something straight. This is not a rah rah retreat or a conference. Momentum is a personal brand building experience. It's a three and a half day hands on training where we get to work. I am partnering with some of the top experts in the game. I'm talking marketing, social media, PR, intellectual property, branding. And over the weekend together, we are going to show you how to position yourself as a captivating industry leader who gets those premium paying clients and aligned speaking opportunities without a huge following or hiring an expensive PR team. Basically, we about to bust your personal brand into the next stratosphere. Plus, you're going to enjoy a luxe venue with Miami vibes, get that decadent swag bag filled with pampering and business goodies, pose for a stack of juicy new lifestyle headshots, and, of course, mouth-watering eats and treats that demand to be shown over on the gram. My favorite part is I've created the juiciest personal brand playbook that you're going to be able to fill out on the spot. So when you leave, you are ready to implement with strategy, confidence, and ease. So if you've been waiting for a sign that it's time to level up your presence and unleash your industry expertise, then this is the invitation that you have been waiting for. So here's the thing. We have limited spots available because we want to create this curated experience for Every single one of you who get into that room. So once the spots are gone, they be gone. So if you know you want to be there, just visit bit.ly forward slash momentum retreat. Now let's get in to the episode. So the whole thing I was like, getting all this blood work, they had to take your blood all the time. And all it kept reminding me of was having cancer. Like, because I had to all the time. You're pricking me all the time. Hopefully the the nurse gets it right. And now your arms are bruised. I'm like, this is excruciating. But I'm like, Monique, it's okay. We go have a baby. It's going to be fine. So they thaw the eggs, which, you know, they survive the thawing. They go to create the embryos. Two of the four eggs turned into viable embryos. I was over the moon. I was like, oh my gosh, we have two chances. Two chances! When I didn't even I didn't even know if we'd have one. So they go through that process and then you have to go in and they have to implant you. So that's a whole process in itself. And Corey can't come in with me. So he has to wait downstairs in the lobby while I go in. And honestly, and this is not, listen, everyone has a different experience. I did not have a good experience and with the transfer. And for many reasons, I think I was nervous. I think you're dealing with doctors you've never seen before you're like half naked with your legs in the air all of the doctors were men i don't know how that happened and even the fertility doctors was like i don't know how that happened That's just how the shift ended up working but there were like three men in the room one woman and she was in and out transferring the the cells or whatever was going on i was like this is i felt like i was gonna have hyperventilate and it's not a long process but it was so like confronting that i was like If a baby gets made out of this, I would be shocked because I left there so upset. Like, I got in the car and he's like, what's wrong? I was like, that was not pleasant. That was not pleasant. I don't, I'm mad. I'm, 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 I'm not happy. He's like, but maybe it'll make a baby. It'll be okay. And I'm like, yeah, I guess. Okay, fine. We go home. They call you the next day or the day after. I don't remember now. And you know, the nurse calls and you could always tell in the first sentence whether or not it's good news or bad news. And, you know, she was like, hi, Monique. And that's when you always know it's bad news, right? And she's like, unfortunately, you're not pregnant. It didn't work. You know, we have one more embryo. You know, let us know when you want to make the appointment for that one. And I was like, okay, I'll call you back. And I was just like, whatever. I'm done. I'm like, whatever. So I tell Corey and Corey was like, whatever you want to do. And I said, you know what? I started the process to do the second transfer and I stopped. I said, you know what? I'm done. I need a break. I don't feel like myself. I haven't felt like myself in months. This has been like a six month process now of us trying to make this happen. I'm tired. I'm cranky. I can't have my drinks. I can't have caffeine. I can't have cake. I just, I'm sick. I'm done. I said, let's just wait a year. Now, while this is all happening, mind you, you guys all know Monique's planning this big retreat in Miami in November. And I said to Corey, I was like, if we were to get pregnant, we'd literally have to get pregnant like this week in order for Monique to not, for not to fringe on the retreat, cause the retreat's already underway. And I was like, so the likelihood of that happening isn't. So let's just call it a day. We'll do this next year. And he's like, okay, good. We'll do it next year. I'm like, okay, fine. So as soon as I let go of that, I felt so much lighter. Like I went back to being online, booking up my calendar, getting all the clients, working on the retreat and I started, like, I was, like, at nighttime, I was, like, I can get, I can have my drink. Okay, I am not a big drinker, okay? Everyone knows me. Monique is a super lightweight, okay? But I was, like, I'm going to be making rum and coke root beer floats. So it was, like, root beer with, like, Ray and Nephew rub and ice cream. And I was making these, like every night okay i was like after the day was done i was like yes yes okay have my drink after my long day i was like living in heaven okay and then i was ordering all these edible gummies online because they were so cute and i was like gummies yum 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 i'm gonna just be relaxing you know i'm on vacation now at home funny story so a week goes by or so and my oncologist who gives me my medicines for my cancer was like, Monique, what, what happened with the IVF? I was like, Oh yeah, no, that didn't work. You know, that didn't work. I said, I said, I should probably go back on the medication. Then she's like, yeah, probably. I'm like, Oh yeah. Cause it's been over almost a year and a half now. I've been off the medication trying to get pregnant. And this is a very long story. So I apologize, <laughs> but listen, this is the story. Okay. And I was like, okay, we should go on this medication. And she's like, okay. She's like I'll send them the you know the requisition to your your local pharmacy and she's like but do me a favor take a pregnancy test before you take the medication. And I was like ain't nobody pregnant. We've been through this road. We stopped the I we stopped the IVF didn't work. She's like I know, but just peace of mind do me a favor take the test. I was like yeah yeah, I'm going to take the test. Like calm down, you know? I've taken millions of tests by this point. I'm like calm down. So I've got tests and I was like okay, let me go pick up his test. I got tests laying around. I I got the electronic one, the one that I had one that had like, you know, where that puts in the actual numbers of how many weeks you're pregnant. So I go and take this test and walk away like always, come back, look at the thing, expecting to see the no, because I've seen it so many times. And it says two to three weeks pregnant. And I'm like, what? That's what's going cool. on. What the- I said, these damn tests are so shit. They're so broken. (laughs) Yeah, it's clear blue. I was like, this is wrong. Oh, God. I said, I shouldn't have got an electronic test. I should have got the one where you pee on a stick. This is dumb. That's what I'm thinking. But I'm also thinking, could this be, this can't be right. So I call my friend. Any of you guys know Andrea Henry, who I talk about. I'm like, Andrea, how accurate are these pregnancy tests? And she's like, I don't know. They're pretty accurate. She has three kids. She's like, I said, really? She's like, yeah. She's like, why? She's like, what? Why? What's happening? And I was like, well, this pregnancy test says I'm two to three weeks pregnant, but that can't be right. And she's like, Monique, pregnancy tests don't give false positives. They give false negatives. I said, I don't know about all that, but this cannot, this is impossible. I was like, this is impossible. This is impossible. (laughs) She's like, okay, if you're so skeptical, go to the pharmacy, go get another test from another brand, which I do. I come home. I take the test. I pee on the stick. She waits and it says, what is it? With the two lines and the one line, the two lines? It says, you're pregnant. It says it. And I'm holding this and I said, I'm like in shock because I'm like, we got pregnant then naturally, which they said was a 0.05 chance. And I've been drinking these rum and coke float." Night. I'm like, oh my God, what have I been doing? I'm feeling guilty, scared, and all the things. So I'm standing there with this other stick in my hand. Andrea's on the phone. I hear the door shut, the downstairs, someone in the front door in the middle of the day. And it's, and Corey's come home for lunch or whatever. And <laughs> Stephanie's saying, root beer, rum, and Coke floats for fertility, y'all. I, really, though, really must be. And he is like, wonder, he, I guess I was in the washroom for a long time. He's like, are you okay? Is everything all right? I'm still holding the stick. And I'm like, Corey, this says we're pregnant. And he's like, What? I'm like, This says we're having a baby. And he's like, What? And I'm like, What? And he's like, What? It was, I was in such shock. I said, You know what? Don't get your hopes up. Don't get your hopes up. I'm going to call the doctor and I'm going to get a P test. Urine tests? This can't lie. So I'm still in shock. I'm still in disbelief. I call the nurse. I call, I call the receptionist who's known me since I was like 15 years old. And I was like, listen, I said, I need a requisition. I need a requisition. I need an email to me now. I don't have time to come in. I need to go get this blood test. And she's like, well, Monique, you know, Dr. Mark is really busy. Be- I said, Carol, this is not a drill. This is not a drill. It says I'm pregnant. This is very important. And she's like, okay, we'll figure it out. Okay, Monique, congratulations. I'm like, uh-huh. Get me that rec, Carol. Get me the rec. <laughs> she did. Within like an hour, I took the blood test the next morning and it says you were very much pregnant woman. And I was like, holy shit. I couldn't believe that all that I should have known not to not to say don't trust what the doctors say, because the doctors only know what the doctors know. They're scientists. They're following the science. The science is telling them you got a 0.05% chance, Mo. But I also know coming from a place of healing that I'd gone through from other people I've seen that they only know what they know and anything can happen. And here we are. And from that moment, I was super scared and super nervous that it wasn't we weren't going to get past three months. Like I was convinced we cannot tell a soul. But what's also interesting is I had all the symptoms of, you know, the smells and the nausea and all of the things and i was like oh my god whose idea was this this is horrible i feel horrible i couldn't do anything i was falling asleep all over the place it was madness until my (laughs) until the three months and then i was fine but here we are six months later baby and we've got a whole human we're making we're baking a baby we're baking a baby i do that dance often. So all of that to say, I am in a serious place of blessing and possibility, possibility. And I wanted to share that because so many people I know are in a place of their circumstance and they're allowing the circumstance to dictate their actions, their feelings, what's possible. And I'm not going to say I was one of those people who had hope alive, kept hope alive. I didn't. I give up. I give up. I was like, Whatever. If it was meant to be, it will be. If it won't, it won't be. But I need to get back to me. And what Monique likes to do (laughs) is get back to work. I love what I do. I love my clients. I hated having to step away. I hated having to act differently. And I had a coach who was like, Monique, just do you. Plan your retreat. Continue to do what you're doing. And I was like, yeah, but they're telling me. I didn't want to be responsible for not being able to have a baby because I was so stressed out and doing what Monique does. But I loved what I was doing. And... They were doing as their science selves telling me what to do to make it what they know works. But sometimes you need to trust your instincts and just be you and do you. And that's what I learned. I was just like, miracles just continue to keep happening and you don't, you can't predict none of it. None of it. So you might as well go forward the best way you know how. Right, Jenny? Jenny gets it. I know Jenny gets this on so many levels. (laughs) It's you not crying. I'm just, I'm so grateful. Yesterday, The outpour on social media was amazing. It just filled my heart. So many people, people I haven't spoken to in eon, years, five, six years, were congratulating me, which was just awesome. I just loved it. I was so much love on the gram. And it's so refreshing because we don't even get that anymore, right? Like there's so much negativity and stuff happening, you know, some rightfully so. But it was great to be able to share something joyous with everybody and have so much receptive, feedback. And what was so great too, what was so interesting, I didn't get anyone giving me feedback on mummyhood. Like they didn't tell me what to do, what to buy, none of these things. It was just congratulations and your blessings and healthy baby and all this stuff. And I was just like, oh, this is so wonderful. Oh, I just want to cherish it. So I'm happy that I got to share it on social at a time when I was in a really good place mentally, emotionally, physically to receive all of that. But also... It just reminds me to capture these moments because I'll be able to go back and look at that as long as Instagram exists, which I love. And I just screenshot some of those things so I can keep it because we never know what's happening with social. But I just wanted to leave this in this possibility space today. Cause anything, If that could happen with all the things, man, I will never doubt again i'm gonna cry again okay that's enough from me i want you to take this into your week take this into your month take this into the rest of your year as if you need something to come back to and be like anything is possible anything is possible and if anyone was asking people were asking me like when are you due so monica's due in august and yes the retreat is still happening in november what, what, what? And the baby is coming. Yes, he is. We already got little Miami outfits planned for him. So there's that. And people were asking like, well, what are you going to, you know, a few people were like, are you, is this the retreat? I said, the retreat is happening. Okay. I've got a whole squad coming with me. I got a whole team who's going to help me with little, little baby mini mo. And I couldn't be more excited. I couldn't be more excited. I'm very interested to see how and who Monique is as a mama bear. Because you all know when he's a mama bear already, right, right? Okay, so stay tuned for all of that juicy stuff. Go away. Go be amazing. Go away. (laughs) Go be amazing. Have an amazing week. And stay tuned for more juicy baby announcements. Okay. This episode was super juicy, am I right? If you ever want to experience the Dirty 30 Live in real time, Follow me over on Instagram at Monique Brian underscore co that's Brian with a Y and set your alarm to every Monday at 11am Eastern Standard Time and come get your questions answered live over on the show and if you want to experience the juice 24-7 make sure you join my free Facebook community, the Juicy Brand Squad, where you get exclusive tools, trainings, and access to a community of other badass entrepreneurs raising their juicy CEO status. Until next time, my lovelies, keep building that brand over a business.